Hello, my name is Brian Martin and you are listening to Season 4, Episode 7 of the Running Technique Tips podcast, the season with no no topic other than the Brian and Lisa coaching experiment. And Lisa, we had a big part of that experiment last weekend in Hobart. We did. We're fresh from, I actually, I will say that it was a very successful weekend in the end for both of us too, not just me. You were certainly out there hitting the pavement and I know that I was in a hole there for, well, I've pretty much been in a hole for the last half of last year, <laughs> but New Year 2020 and I will honestly say that I think it was Sunday's run in, in the Cadbury Half Marathon in down in Tassie that has basically instilled a fair bit of confidence in me. Excellent. Confidence is a magical ingredient and you have mentioned a few times that you're a confidence runner, Mm -hmm. so I'm pleased. That's good. And yeah, for me, it was a slightly different experience to you, but um, yeah, (laughs) we'll probably get into this when we talk about our topic of the week, which is the pros and cons of using races as training, but I ended up using the half marathon as training for various reasons, um, which we can go into later. But yeah, it was a was a successful event for both of us, you for your preparation for Tokyo and me just getting in a really good solid, mostly sub threshold run at a pace that there's no way that I would have um, sustained if I was just doing that as a training run. Mm, yeah, exactly. But um, 2020, New Year, Brian, have you managed to get any running done at this year <laughs> or has it sort of started the way in 2019? Ended? Yeah, it's pretty much continued. It has actually. Yeah, it has actually been a continuation of how 2019 ended. So, yeah, I won't go through all of my training, but the week between, oh, what have I done? Sort of the Christmas week, I think I ran about 34Ks and ran four times. The New Year's, a uh, week only ran twice for 36Ks. <laughs> and yeah, the week that we've just completed, which included the half marathon, again, I only managed to run three times for 40Ks. So sort of been consistently uh, not that consistent. Yeah. <laughs> well, you've, but, you've done yeah, there has been there has been a lot going on, yeah, on, on the personal front. So that has sort of curtailed my ambitions as well as um, also the – the bushfire smoke and and generally just having some days that were either yeah too hot or too smoky to even contemplate wanting to go out for a run. So um, I've kind of just been trying to get the runs in that I can without sort of pushing myself. Mm. Any major goal coming up then or just much of the same, same? I think, yeah, probably no major goal. I think we mentioned in the last episode that trying to get down to running a, a sub-19 5K would be uh, a good intermediate next step goal for me this year because that'll be something that I can do off hopefully not a huge amount of volume but probably will just need to tweak my training mix a little bit to include some faster mile pace reps into the mix that I'm doing which has sort of been mostly either long runs or that kind of like sub threshold to threshold kind of work Um, I've sort of found in the past as we've covered in um, some of our previous episodes that 5k success for me seems to be closely associated with having a good diet of threshold running mm-hmm. and then complementing that with some faster than 5k race training which is uh, it's a mix that has worked for me in the past so I think what I'll be doing is sort of tweaking my training mix rather than trying to do a whole heap more volume as we go into the next couple of months. Mm-hmm. What about you? you you've, I mean you've got your big 
Tokyo run, but uh, have you been looking ahead beyond that? Uh, no, actually. So classic, okay. uh, cl- classic Lisa is do a marathon and then just sort of see what comes. I think I may have mentioned in our last recording that I think this year I was just going to get out and race. I just wanted to be a part of everything. And I know that it's going to be another super hectic year in sort of working towards changing our lifestyle. So I don't want to put any time goals on yep. anything, like knowing – how I was feeling towards the tail end of last year and feeling so much anxiety of this pending marathon that I just could not get my head around. I just don't want to be feeling like that. So, uh, And I actually just said to you um, off air before we started recording, I'm currently in this really nice space of calmness at the moment. Before the year gets a bit crazy, I've managed to get rid of a couple of things and one of those is actually disassociated with the performance of Tokyo Marathon coming up. and. Having having done that, and I've now done four weeks in a row of consistent training, which is the most that I have done. I think in nearly sort of six months, yep. and I'm actually, I'm just I'm back enjoying that process, and that's been yep. a really nice thing to sort of get to. And I've only been ticking over, you know. I think I, I sent to a message during the the week. It's like 62 k's has been my average over the last four weeks Mm. so you know which which is fine it's certainly not probably great marathon prep but it's allowed me to to this space where i'm i'm actually feeling quite good well why don't we roll into the recap of your half marathon performance because i would say the preparation's working quite well for the marathon given what you're able to achieve down in hobart so yeah yeah yeah. why don't you walk walk me through your and and your personal pacemaker (laughs) jt's experience down at hobart yeah, so I'll be honest, as usual, in typical Lisa style, the build-up was anything less than ideal. It was super chaotic and I'd planned, I think I'd booked this about a month ago and I'd, I'd booked an early flight on the Saturday. The race was on the Sunday morning. I'd booked a late-out flight on the Sunday thinking, oh, we'll be out. And I wasn't taking the kids. That was my main thing, just bit of a weekend off. JT hadn't been to Tassie before, so I thought we might go and enjoy it a little bit. Yeah. Got up early on Saturday morning, waiting for our nanny to turn up, still waiting for our nanny to turn up. (laughs) Nanny disappeared. We (laughs) did not know where she went to, where she was. Our flight came and went. We could not make contact with mother-in-law, brother-in-law, friends that we would often um, have mind the kids were away on a holiday (laughs) and we're sitting there in the morning looking at each other going, I guess we're not going to Tassie anymore. (laughs) Uh... So anyway, after finally getting on to mother-in-law, she came over at 3.30 and there managed to be a couple of seats left on a 5.40 flight out of Sydney. Of course, that flight was then running late. So <laughs> I think we eventually left Sydney just after 6pm. And I think it's about two hours down to Tassie from mm. Sydney. So we finally arrived at 8pm when we hit the airport and you were already down there. So we said, look, just find somewhere to eat and we'll come and yep. meet you. So I'd done the uh, find find the wood fired pizza reconnaissance work while I was waiting yes, for you. Yes, which was which was perfect because we were starving and we were quite exhausted because we still had not found the nanny at this stage and you know our nanny mm. had been with us for nearly three years so we were actually we were actually very worried it wasn't uh this is annoying it was mm. you know what on earth has happened so anyway made Tassie we ate dinner I think we finally ate about nine p.m. <laughs> 
Yeah, it was, it was quite very late. late. And then JT and I, I think we left the restaurant at about quarter to 10 because the supermarket closed at 10 p.m. So we dashed yep. to the supermarket to get some food for the next morning, I guess, because you know we had to get up at four o'clock. And by the time we then checked into the hotel and had a shower, I think we finally lay down at about 11 p.m. And as I said, we'd set the alarm for 4 a.m. So I thought, oh, God, here we go. Like Just five hours five sleep. Hours sleep. So I fell asleep so quickly. And, you know, thanks to whoever stayed in the hotel room before us had done the old set the alarm for 12 a.m. And um, uh. so an alarm went off at 12 a.m. And I thought, oh, God, I've barely been asleep. I've got to get up and run now. And thanks to the moron who's um, set that alarm. So anyway, turned that off and I was just I just could not get back to sleep properly again. So then my alarm went off at 4 a.m. And I honestly thought I felt like I hadn't had an ounce of sleep. So we picked you up. We picked Karen up, a friend of friend of ours from running and drove out to the start of the Cadbury Hobart half marathon, which was about 20 odd minutes drive. And as we're driving out there, we're driving over the course and uh, I turned to JT and said, we're we're going to forget about time and pacing on this. We are purely running to feel now today because I had heard reports that it was hilly, but I didn't think it was going to be that hilly. Did you? Did that take you by surprise? Uh, well, people had mentioned that it was it was a bit lumpy, but yeah, it was was definitely hillier than what I was expecting. Yeah, and so in my head, I, I sort of thought, or maybe it would be similar to Canberra, which has hills, but they're sort of these lovely sweeping mm. long climbs that I often I don't know I I don't often find them too hard, but I found that the this Hobart half had quite a few pinching steep little climbs like dotted all the way throughout the course and I guess because it was an out and back you you were going to face them both ways so through all of the the pacing because I originally wanted to start off around that sort of 420 to 430 for sort of 5ks and then just bring it down maybe 10 seconds each 5ks but um, just threw that out the window and then also didn't realize how windy it was Mm. (laughs) oh dear so anyway warmed up Still was feeling, I I was actually honestly lacking a bit of confidence because I still had that Melbourne half in the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. Like, does that ever happen to you when you have an absolute shocker and you haven't sort of raced or done anything since that it hangs, or do you just get over it straight away? Don't know. If, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that I can remember having that kind of experience. I definitely have days where I just turn up and go, "This, it's not going to happen today because my head is not in it for whatever <laughs> you know thing is going on in my life at the time." Which was a little bit like what happened in uh, in Hobart for me. But yeah, probably not so much about the performance. Maybe I'll have that anxiety when I do my next marathon. Yeah, well, and maybe you will actually. So that's probably why you've never returned to the marathon. But um, <laughs> I think it was hanging over me too. Not because I didn't finish, but more how I felt like that, you know, first Mm. 500 metres of just sheer exhaustion and body shutting down. It it was really lingering with me. And so on the start line, I said to JT, right, the goal of today is to finish feeling strong and feeling really pleased with how I executed. I said to him, I don't care what time we run. So I actually didn't have the watch on. Like I I timed it, but I I wasn't watching any of the splits or heart rate or any data. I just wanted to switch off and I just wanted to run right next to him. And he actually paced it 
brilliantly and we we, we checked mm. in quite a lot with each other I would sort of tell him you know I'm really comfortable at this pace Can, let's just keep it like this for a few more k's and just really went by feel so do you, do you think you've changed your pace much over the hills or did you were you sort of working harder up the hills or did you back off a bit no we didn't really change the pace that much because mm. for example if we were going up a hill the pace would get to about 425 and then down the mm -hmm. hill it would sort of go around that sort of 415 ish sort mm. of thing so mm -hmm. um, like I wasn't trying to surge up the hills to keep it around 415s because I just, as I said to, as I said to you before, like I just wanted it to be by by feel and by effort. Like I just didn't mm. want it to feel too hard. I think comfortably hard is probably where I was where mm. I was heading. But in the end, ran 92 minutes over that course, and I was ecstatic. I actually had no idea what time we were we were running. Um, I knew mm. it was over 90 because the 90 minute pacer was, you know, I had visibility of them throughout the run, but you know. Yep. You know what my opinion is in paces. Who knows what time they were running? Yes, that's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but I think for me, like I finished, and you know, you have a bit of a climb up towards the end, which I didn't find too bad. But I found the headwind on the way home brutal, and that was probably mm. I was probably having to work harder to stay upright rather than actually work to to keep a pace because I personally found that headwind really really challenging. Mm. And I guess, you know, out one way and then back 10Ks into the headwind, it just was completely relentless. Yeah. So, but my splits, I don't know, if, I think I sent you my splits. So my 5K splits, which in the end I was super pleased with. So it was 21.46 for the first five, 21.39 for the second 5K, 21.33 for the third 5K, and then 22.09 with lots of hills mm. and those crazy headwinds for yes. the last five and then a... A 420 and sort of 30 seconds for the last 100 so I was so pleased I definitely could have run on for about another 10ks at that pace I definitely could mm -hmm. not have run on <laughs> for the final 12ks <laughs> at that pace but I think I commented to you afterwards that you know minus the hills and minus the brutal headwind feel like I'm in anywhere between a 302 and a 305 marathon mm. shape knee depending so and a bit more training depending well and a bit more training so um you know this week we've still got seven weeks to go and i think i think that's why i was so confident because um the canberra half was the end of like i'd done four weeks in a row and that's all i had done of training and knowing that i was still going to have you know probably at least a good sort of five to six weeks to get mm. some to more training done it was just a really nice sort of tick in the box to say well it's actually moving in the right direction without like yeah. this time last uh last marathon block i was just in a hole from being absolutely exhausted <laughs> so it's all it's all really going in in the right direction really enjoyed that run I would, I would do it again actually i don't know if i'd do the marathon that looked hard having to do two laps of that course <laughs> Yeah, I think I think doing the marathon down there would be really tough. Yeah, mentally. mentally. Um, so you know, well done to all those marathoners um, out there. I must admit, I did not mm, envy any of you at all when I went past you. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't. I was looking at some very bedraggled, sick and sorry, sad-looking marathon runners running towards me as we were yeah. running back to the to the finish, thinking these poor people they're doing their second lap over the same set of hills and into the same yeah. headwind, and that must be 
really playing on your mind at this point when you're already yeah. tired. Well, um, did you see the... To um, know that you've got to go over those tough Did you sections. see the marathon turnaround point? It was sort of at the base of that last sort of one-kilometre climb that we had to do. It was like just a little red sign. I don't mm. know if you saw that. And I saw it... And, you know, we're at the base of that hill. And in my mind, I thought, I'm so happy to be running up this hill right now rather than (laughs) having Mm -hmm. to turn around and and go back out again like the marathoners. But overall, on a personal sense, super, super happy. It's given me lots of confidence. And I actually really enjoyed the event as a whole. It was a really Mm. nice sort of like community feel, I guess. Yeah, it's a pretty low-key event. I was talking to my brother about that earlier. It's sort of it, it's kind of like a smaller version of going to the Canberra Marathon. So, yeah, yeah I, I enjoyed that kind of low-key aspect to it. That was really good. Yeah, so what about your recap? Well, <laughs> so, yeah, I'll just go back to when I got your message on Saturday morning about you might not be coming, which I was just like, oh. <laughs> You were like, oh. out, yes. Yeah, I was like, oh, well, if you're not going, I'm not going. But um, for- fortunately, I... Uh, got myself out of that headspace and thought, oh, well, I'll get myself down there. And you said you were probably going to come, but on a later flight. So managed to drag myself to the airport and arrived at Hobart significantly earlier than you. I think I got there at about three o'clock. Um, <laughs> checked into my accommodation and went wandering around and did a couple of random things. I went into a, an art exhibition at one of the University of Tasmania buildings down on the dock, which was super freaky. <laughs> It was octopus inspired, and yeah, there was a some very strange artwork that I posted up on my personal in, personal Instagram. <laughs> if anyone wants to to delve into that, so that was kind of fun. Had a chat to some of the students there, and they uh, they plied me with a nice glass of wine where they told me all about what was going on. So that was interesting, and uh, yeah, then I went and tasted some of the uh, lark whiskey at the distillery there again down on the docks and yeah that was pretty pretty yummy got three nice very small tasting sips of whiskey one of them was 50 something percent alcohol so I was a little bit concerned that I'd be uh, overly happy by the time you arrived but that was such <laughs> small servings that I was I was still uh, in a good headspace by the time you and JT arrived for pizza a little bit later on you can tell um, by your pre-race hydration <laughs> <laughs> methods that this was not a key race for you. No, not really. And, yeah, I, I must admit I had had to kind of uh, force myself a little bit to get into the, the zone to actually even get myself down there. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, once I was there, I was I – was, it was good. It was actually nice having a bit of a wander around Hobart, kind of relaxing for the afternoon. And, yeah, like you, though, when the alarm went off, on Sunday morning at four o'clock or whatever it is, I was just thinking, oh, why are we doing this? This just seems like a crazy idea. Um, Do you know, that goes through my head every time that the alarm goes off when I have one of these races. Like I'm actually a very positive person, but that 4 a.m. pre-race alarm, every dark thought goes through my mind. (laughs) And I'm often like, why do I put myself through this? And then you finish the event and you're like, that was amazing. Where's the next one? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And similar thing. And when we were in the car on the way out there, and I think I said to you, I'd decide what I was going to do basically on the morning, depending on how I was feeling. And I was definitely not up for it. But um, I was chatting to your friend Karen about what her plans were and her coach basically prescribed for her to do a similar thing to you, which was to try and run it at around her marathon goal pace. So she was basically going to run at 4.45 pace. And I said, well, you know what? That sounds perfect because I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's it's going to be a good solid training pace for me, but it's going to be something I can do well within my fitness current fitness levels. And I thought, yeah, it'd be nice to actually run 
with someone else rather than yeah head off with you and JT and blow up and have a miserable last yeah. <laughs> last five or ten k's heading back. So so I was basically um, I wouldn't say I was a good pacemaker, but I was a, a useful companion to to Karen yeah. as she she ran her race. Um, I didn't have pace on my watch, so I only got an indication of how fast we were running basically when my k splits were sort of popping up on my watch. But yeah, we had a we had a, a really nice run. Karen's she's she's one of those pocket rocket kind of runners so yeah, not, not, a, not a very not a very tall person but um, super no. strong and I think I said to you and JT before the race I bet she could you know just run 445 pace all day and that's essentially what happened aside from some of the hills and some of the sections into the wind actually so more of some of the the, the hills we kind of slowed down a little bit off that pace but more mm. or less we stuck um, at or around just over or above that sort of 445 pace for the for the whole run and in fact i think we negative splitted a little bit on the way back yeah um, so were you guys also working up the hills or you were just run, like just um running up them without surging yeah no we definitely worked up the hills um mm. but i think pace probably dropped off a little bit but because karen was essentially running to her her pace on her gps she was sort of keeping keeping well within touch with that kind of 445 pace and yeah it was uh it was good and yeah we saw you just after the turnaround on the bridge and i saw you getting blown off the back of jt and i <laughs> actually looked at you and i thought oh, i'm not sure that you're actually going that well so i was a little bit worried that uh that you had been blown off the back and you weren't going to be able to get back on and and your second half of your race was going to be really tough but that yeah. turned out not to be the case isn't it funny um, so you know we went past each other high-fived and you're having that thought thinking I'm having a shocker and in my head all I thought was they don't know what's coming <laughs> <laughs> I actually did I could feel it because I could feel us getting sort of pushed around by the wind especially on that open section across the bridge and, ah, could you you see um, I wasn't paying attention because you run yeah. across this bridge and it's very open but it's so beautiful because you see back across basically where you came from Hmm. And I was too busy, you know, being a tourist and I'm turning to JT and I'm like, how beautiful is this? And I was in this moment of just appreciating being alive yep. and I, I turned quite sentimental, which is quite unlike me. And I was like, <laughs> this is so nice. We get to do this together. How lucky are we? And then turned around and, you know. <laughs> He got hit with that headwind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was, yeah, it was interesting. And yeah, like you, I was doing a lot of um, looking around because the the pace was, um, you know, solid, but it was pretty pretty comfortable. And yeah, probably for the almost the entire run, I was below my threshold. So yeah, it was was quite a solid but comfortable sort of pace. Um, and yeah, when we hit the turnaround, I was just super impressed by Karen because she she basically turned to me. And, was sort of chatting a little bit along the way and I think sometimes I was annoying her because I was talking a bit too much and <laughs> <laughs> she wanted to focus. But I was trying to be encouraging and, you know, a good mm -hmm. companion. And, yeah, she sort of turned to me and said, I'm just going to start picking up some of these women that are ahead of us and that was sort of running back into the wind and she just, like, was just picking off. She probably picked off, a, you know, maybe 10 or so women over the, the next couple of Ks um, and I was just like, wow, like pretty hardcore. So I was just sort of running along and, keeping up some encouragement and trying to block a bit of wind where I could. And, yeah, she, she was just going along really well. So initially I think I think her plan involved the option to potentially kick it down the end to the mm. end. Yeah. But we just – I think that was supposed to happen with about 5Ks to go. But we – she probably had a little bit of a, a funny patch um, at that drink station at about 
I don't know whether it was about 13k or something like that. Yeah, I don't know if you remember that section. I do, but it was also very windy there because, again, it was like at an mm. intersection of a major highway and it was just so yep. gusty. And then you sort of hit some some more hills, a bit of like a dirt kind of path, some uneven yep. surface. And I must admit, it got a bit tough. I think it was just actually mm. a tough part of the course, irrespective of how you were feeling. Yeah, it was. And, yeah, I, I didn't mention, but I actually was practicing picking up a few drinks, partly because I forgot to bring my water bottle out and I felt a bit thirsty. So I had a couple of early glasses of, well, cups of water. Do you and think then at maybe that's, it was anything to do with the, the wine? The whiskey. The whiskey <laughs> and the beer with dinner. <laughs> yeah, it's possible, possible. But yeah, I made a conscious effort at that 13K station to pick up some of the, um, whatever the sports drink was. And yeah. it was really good because it was... Whatever it was, it was full strength. You know how usually it's watered down yeah, and really yeah. horrible. And so it was a really nice full cup of something quite sweet. And that it was good just to sort of get that down. And um, that actually gave me a bit of a boost. And I accidentally put in a bit of a surge. And <laughs> Karen's like, oh, so see you later then. And I'm like, oh, I'm not actually, <laughs> I wasn't actually meaning to do that. So I just, um, yeah, got rid of my drink and slowed down a bit and we got back on on pace. And, yeah, we are sort of getting to that 5K to go, to go, Mark, and she was, because of such a hilly course and we'd run into so much headwind, she mm. basically made the decision just to sort of stick to the pace rather than to try and kick it down. Yeah. Um, hey, so actually, that's what she did. It's an interesting um, discussion point in itself. So I guess when you're faced with that situation, given that, you know, 10K is into headwind anyway, you're actually working harder correct just to just to maintain whatever pace you were doing anyway so she probably was getting that training effect even though the, the time on the watch wasn't suggesting it absolutely and yeah i could sort of see that i think i i think my heart rate started to go above my threshold with about 5k to go yeah and yeah that was a testament to yeah running back into the wind and probably sped up a little bit towards the end as well but yeah it was definitely you could see effort levels to even maintain that pace were going up for me and I'm sure it was the same for Karen as well but yeah like you and JT we basically ran really strongly to the finish could have kept running could and, you have kept yeah. going to the marathon distance at that pace no uh no, no definitely no. not I yeah I think maybe like you I reckon if if someone made me or if it was like a a 30k race or something like that I, I probably could have sustained it for mm. um maybe another eight or nine k's or something like that yeah especially if it was flatter yeah and the wind wasn't blowing but felt really good and we ended up with basically running one hour 40 in about six seconds or something which was almost exactly on the 445 goal pace so so karen was super happy i had an enjoyable run and yeah karen was so happy she bought us breakfast afterwards, which was, which was great. So thank you, Karen. <laughs> exactly. And uh, we're trying to persuade Brian now because Karen's doing the Boston Marathon. So trying to persuade you to become a professional pacemaker. Professional pacemaker. I found found my, my niche in running. <laughs> Unfortunately, I, I don't think I'd be able to get the qualifying time, but um, yeah, maybe in the future. Oh, you found a, a perfect pacing buddy anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was good. And, yeah, on the way back, I was doing lots of encouraging of Karen, but also yelling out to the marathon runners, trying yeah. to encourage them, yeah, um, yeah. which was good. The, in, my inner coach was coming out. Yeah. So, um, yeah, pretty pretty much 
offered some form of encouragement to pretty most of the marathon runners that we uh, that we went past so yeah. yeah it's kind of kind of nice to be able to to do that mm. and i mean look overall great run great event i believe they had their mm. largest um, or highest number of participation or participants sorry ever record-breaking weekend across um, i think both male and female marathon and the mm. female half marathon so yeah like a great little event and i, I would definitely go back in less dramatic circumstances hopefully uh, next time <laughs> and we did find our nanny uh, eventually very late eventually. Sunday night so all is well on that front very good very good and uh, yeah, the the only tip that I would offer for people is just be careful where you park because oh, yeah. you may find yourself getting trapped for a number of hours after you finish either the marathon or probably more so for the half marathon runners because the roads remain sort of blocked off for the 10 and the 5K, which sort of start later in the morning. So we were lucky to mm-hmm. be able to be to sort of sneak out before the the 5 and 10k started so um, yeah you you can actually park at the bottom of the hill and then sort of walk up to the start finish so that'd be something that we'd probably do next time I think yeah definitely we were pretty much or JT was on his way to get a bacon and egg roll from the little um camper (laughs) van thing (laughs) you know settle in for the next hour Yes. So, yeah, we're all pretty concerned about our checkout times and stuff for accommodation. So, yeah, definitely be careful about where you park. Yeah, so that was good. So is this a good time to talk about our topic now that we've um, covered off our races? All right, let's do that after this. So, Lisa topic is pros and cons of doing races as training Mm. and that's essentially what all of us did really in one form or another and uh yeah there's definitely some definitely some positives out of that um Mm. but i can also see that there might be some negatives and i think you wanted to start with the negatives first so we could finish on a positive i think so yeah yeah let's let's look at that and i think it's quite topical given exactly what we did on the weekend and I actually had signed up to do another race uh, recently which I didn't end up doing for the same thing but I guess to kick off the cons I guess really is is the cost mm. it's very rare these days that fun runs or events are free obviously park run is um, the one anomaly to that but I guess if you're looking for training runs for the marathon, you're probably looking mm. at wanting to do 10K roads or half marathons. And um, I don't think I've seen a free one uh, mm. ever. <laughs> and often, you know, that half marathon distance, you're probably looking at at least $70 a pop just for a for plus interstate travel if that's what you're doing well, exactly like we did. plus you know plus your travel time um and cost of that so it's definitely a bit of a, a, a con on my list the cost uh, what about you brian well i think you mentioned the the travel and obviously there's a cost factor to that but if your travel becomes stressful like it did mm-hmm. for you because you had to you know get new flights and Things can go wrong with travel and sometimes travel itself can be a bit stressful depending on how things go down. Your flights might be delayed or cancelled and that kind of thing. So it might actually add a bit of extra stress that you wouldn't otherwise have if you were just sort of in your normal home environment. Mm. So, yeah, that's definitely a potential downside that I can think of. Mm. I think uh, one of the biggest downsides 
is getting gun fever and Mm. totally ruining your training session and actually finding yourself in a race environment. And um, one of the friends, one of my friends who I train with, um, she actually openly says, I cannot enter races and use them as training because I don't have the discipline. So she's at least aware of that, whereas... You know, it's it's very it's very hard to go off. A, you know, the gun goes, and you're doing a half marathon, mm. and you know people are going off at half marathon pace, but you're going off at marathon pace, and you you shoot out the back of everyone, or you're feeling fresh, mm. and you're thinking, oh, this is actually quite easy. It's quite easy to lose sight of <laughs> what it is that you're meant to be doing, and I guess that just has yes. so many flow-on effects, doesn't it, that, you know, if you end up training too hard that day and especially if you're doing a half, like, yep. I don't know, it, it takes it does take a bit out of you a half marathon and especially on the road. Especially if you race it all out. Yeah. Um, and if that wasn't the intended effect, that's going to really knock a, knock you around your recovery and ability to continue on with your, your marathon build-up if that's what you're doing it for. Mm, yeah, exactly. And even, you know, you might find yourself in the middle of, a, in middle of the race in battle with somebody <laughs> and mm. before you know it again you, you, your training plan goes out the window so i would say that's probably <laughs> one of the biggest risks. didn't you have a battle with someone who didn't want to be chicked some guy oh. who was try, trying to beat you <laughs> i think that's every it's good that you didn't get that's every race <laughs> it's, it's good that you didn't get sucked into that <laughs> no no see i'm actually pretty good at i'm okay to enter into races um as training but you know a lot of people aren't or get swept up in the emotional of it all and especially if they are bigger type of races uh, Mm. there is a pretty special vibe and atmosphere that happens around that and you might find yourself just completely swept up in the whole occasion of it all and going to your point about paces i reckon the the two-hour pacemaker in the half was got a bit of gun fever because he was ahead of us early on (laughs) thinking thinking, i think you're going a bit quick because we're doing 445s and yeah, you should be. Uh, can't, it's about yeah, five ten, I think, or five oh five. Yeah, that's right. I'm thinking you're running about thirty seconds per k faster than you should be right yeah, now, buddy. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, I think another con too is, you know, you've entered, you've you know potentially paid for travel, or you've committed to others that you're going to go and do this event. And then you wake up on the day or, you know, you've got a bit of a niggle the day before, but you feel this obligation to Mm. still need to do it. I know that I definitely was feeling that I'd entered a Sri Shinmoy a couple of months ago and wasn't until that morning at about 4am I woke up and thought, I'm not going to do this. Whereas, you know, if it was just a normal Sunday run. I probably wouldn't have woken up at four. I would have just kept sleeping through. I probably would have done the run in mm. the afternoon. So it just sort of, I guess, adds that extra element of stress mm. and ownership that when you're in a training phase and you're building up for a particular race, you don't really need <laughs> those extra elements mm. on top. No, that's right. And that's something to be mindful of if you're not the kind of person, well, like I am now, who can readjust like what your expectations were about when you were going in because mm. initially when I entered this, I thought this is going to be a good chance to try and run fast and, you know, I was going to run with you and JT but just had to reassess that plan because it just wasn't viable yeah. based on based on my uh, my state before the race plus not enough training in the lead-up. So yeah. um, if you're not the kind of person that can adjust your plan, then maybe uh, entering a race isn't necessarily a good thing. Yeah, and that's probably the last con that I have actually is – you may have entered this race hoping that it would, you know, all go to plan and it doesn't 
and you end up coming out of it worse in a you know a le- less confident state than um, when you went in. And I know myself, like it's just a general run of the mill training session, you know, with your friends or on your mm. own. I actually don't even think twice about it if it's a bad one. It's always just oh, is is what it is. Yep. But having that in, I guess a a, a race, even though it was training or like a key training sort of indicator, it can take a bit of a hit to the confidence. And depending on who you are, whether or not you can bounce back from mm. that relatively easily, maybe something yep. to be avoided. Yeah, I agree. Mm. Struggling to think of any other negatives. So oh, well, do we get to uh, let's put on our positive <laughs> hat now? And- put on the positive. So what would be a positive for you to go and do a race then as training, Brian? Well, I think in terms of a marathon-specific type of um, training, if that's what your, your goal was, and that was sort of the, the kind of run that I had with Karen, I think that definitely that opportunity to practice your drinks mm. and fueling in a, in a sort of low-key environment was good. So I was sort of glad that I did that because I think I picked up three drinks during the half and ordinarily I probably wouldn't pick up any. So, yeah, it's just sort of practicing picking up the cup and sort of, you know, trying to squeeze it into a shape that I could actually drink from. And, uh, yeah, it was also good to practice taking on board like something that was a bit more sugary um, without sort of having to worry about the consequence of that too much because if you yeah if you were taking on board some sort of sugary fuel in the marathon you hadn't really done that much in training that that could have a a negative negative effect on on your ability to keep running and might have to visit the portaloos but yeah it was good for me to actually pick up that really sugary drink and drink it and then just go oh actually that had zero effect on how my stomach felt Mm. and it actually gave me a bit of an energy boost as well so Mm. so i think the the fueling practice is probably the first positive that i could reel off actually a good point because i um so i took some little gels or the little juby gels um with me and i'm the same i don't actually take them on any training runs um and i don't even take water in on a training run but i had a couple of jubes but i've actually decided to put them in a different spot and i'd cut off the the two ends because i thought oh well this Mm. might make it easier but i ended up losing them (laughs) i don't actually know what happened they just vanished i had one they must have dropped out so it's actually a good point it was quite a good thing to practice that knowing well i'm not going to put them in that spot again and i'm not cutting them off not cutting the two ends off and using the same packaging because i would hate to be in that situation in a marathon let alone um it doesn't really matter on a training run yeah exactly and not not such a big deal in the half but Mm. yeah if you missed missed your fueling in the marathon it might have more negative consequences yeah definitely but i think look the biggest pro for me is it just feels it usually feels so much easier practicing key training runs when they're the longer type runs because I from a personal standpoint seem to get a bit um I don't know bored or lazy um when I'm doing those long tempos on my own yeah I just find it when I'm in with everybody else it just makes it all so much easier to sort of hit those k's and then I guess what reels from that is you know confidence and some race practice Mm, yeah, absolutely. I had that on my positive list as well. <laughs> just definitely does f- feel easy. And as someone who doesn't usually run that much with other people, it's nice to have people to run with. And probably the like what I did where you essentially run for someone else is I think that's a massive positive because that changes your mindset away from 
focusing on you to being more concerned with the other person that you're running with. And, you know, it's a pretty known fact that when you're helping other people, that actually makes you feel good as well. So that was a that was a nice plus for me mm. on the weekend mm. to help someone else out, which, you know, that that's a that's a really nice thing to be able to do and probably something that we probably should do more of as runners as runners. We get a bit too stuck in our own selfish desires, don't exactly. we? Exactly. I think another pro is you can really just sort of practice from like a, a shoe and an outfit perspective as well. Or, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. if, you, if you've got some shoes, you're not really sure which ones you want to use. I actually had two pairs and I ended up running in the Hocker Carbon X, which I've, I have been enjoying. I haven't worn them for a little while, but I have been enjoying mm. them. I had a, a new singlet on. So just things like that, whereas, you know, you probably shouldn't turn up on race day if it's a marathon in brand new kit that you've never worn before <laughs> that's a recipe for yeah. all sorts of painful blisters and yeah, chafing yeah. things I think we, we think we saw a few oh, cases yes. of bleeding nipples out there didn't yeah. we that was uh, yeah. yeah a bit problematic <laughs> definitely so um i like using it for that as well and i even like using um these races as training for that race practice into the point where it's not the race so it's not as serious but it's not a training run where you're just leaving your front door and and going down Mm. the park like there's still an element of organization that needs to go with it so you know you need to remember we'll find out where you get your bibs to pip to pin your bibs on you know where to go what time Mm -hmm. to be there that horrendous early alarm just those little things I think are really good to practice if you've got like a really big goal Mm. coming up and you know you you just never know when those little things may go wrong so if you've had a few experiences like we do with the car (laughs) or Mm -hmm. the, the plane being there so late you can at least think to yourself if you're actually in the event well I've been here before and um you know, I know what to do uh, that's important good mental preparation mm. and practice yeah. I like mm. it I can't think of anything else what about you did I say confidence I can't remember if I said uh, that I don't I think you did in terms of the the negatives as the ability to lose oh, confidence yeah. but yeah maybe you didn't mention it as a positive because obviously you came away with a great deal of confidence from I definitely life. did and I had the same thing when I was doing the the build-up for New York I'd entered a local 10k fun run um and I had to do an hour tempo at marathon pace and the thought of doing that on my own was crippling to the point where I was getting anxiety on it thinking there's no way I'm ever going Mm. to do this and then you know entered this 10k and running along going oh how easy is this pace so you know finish that with high on confidence finish Sunday high on confidence so if it ends up all going well, it can actually be a, a quite a positive spin-off, which I guess if you're a confidence runner like I am, uh, it really helps in your, in your overall prep. Absolutely. Well, I think we've given that a good kick mm-hmm. around, pros and cons of training in a race. Right. So what's the next week looking like for you? <gasps> well, not a lot actually this week. So I've just come back from my amazing physio. She's, I hadn't had her for a while. So she just fixed up my, my hip. I've got a bit of a lazy glute minimus at the moment, just sort of sitting mm. around doing nothing. <laughs> so I've been prescribed a couple of very easy type of exercises that were actually very painful to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I need to get on top of those. But it's just been a lot of jogging. I think I've said it a million times. I often pull up just a bit sort of tired and sore after a half. I've actually pulled up better than what I thought I was going to from Sunday, which I think is just another confidence boost that I didn't go to the well in it. 
But I have got actually in sort of the next week and a bit the New South Wales five kilometre track champs, and oh, I'm, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna give them a go. I've got absolutely no idea where I'm at, but I'll just yeah get in there and and have another go at something. Yeah, I like the sound of that. You you might surprise yourself with this good amount of um, thresholdy kind of training you've been doing. Yeah. Probably run a good five k. Well, it's funny when you were mentioning before about the you know the recipe to get you to run a good five k. I think I had mentioned to you a couple of weeks ago how I wasn't feeling marathon fit, but I was actually feeling quite five k fit with some mm. consistent or sorry, like ongoing running training um, that I've been doing. Mm. So. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to it. And I did try and throw in a couple of hints out for you to come up because it is your birthday <laughs> and I haven't been receiving anything positive back. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to do that, but yeah, watch this yeah. space. We'll, we'll never yeah, know. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. So for me, I'm just going to keep going with my strategy of trying to fit stuff in without putting too much pressure on myself. But speaking on the topic of 5K fitnesses, I'm going to be doing – a few my little session this morning I did which was only five by two minutes with some easy jogging either side I was actually looking at my paces I didn't really look at that closely before but I ran a couple of yeah some 350 kilometer pace 349 so yeah all of those two minute efforts were faster than four minute k pace so um, yeah maybe there's a bit of promise for my faster 5k so I'll uh, I'll be ticking off a few of those kind of sessions and maybe doing something a little bit faster as the working year starts again for me next week. So I'll be back on the commute and I've already ticked off an intensive set of study, four days last week intensively up in Melbourne. And yeah, I'll have to be working on a few of the assessment tasks following that. But um, yeah, so I'm going to be back into, the, back into the work grind, the commuting grind and the study grind. So it's going to be a bit on my plate. So I'm not going to push things too hard on the running front. Mm, well, I've got seven weeks to go to this marathon. So I've just got to keep head down, bum up, I think. But uh, it's still no crazy long runs, which... I think he's probably going to be a bit of my undoing in Tokyo. But as I've said it a million times, I will happy happily tolerate dead legs as opposed to injured legs. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, getting to the starting line healthy and not sick is our goal, mm, right? Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, no, I'm, I've, I definitely have got a bit of a, a skip in my stride though. So I'm actually starting to look forward to training sessions rather than feeling like it's something I just have to get out and do. Very good. Well, as Lisa skips into the coming week, you have been listening to the Running Technique Tips podcast with Brian Martin and Lisa Biffin. Catch you next week. Recording. There we go. So, Lisa, it's been an interesting couple of weeks. I, mm. I detect that the stress levels might have gone back up again last week. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Here I am, like, pre-planning. That, um, so my my 12 weeks of plan that I'd sent, sent to you, I'd said that perceived stress levels were going to be sort of moderate, um, yeah. you know, winding down from work and then... Oh, golly gosh, in the end, having um, work challenges thrown at you that you just, (laughs) 
so unexpected. Uh, yeah, I was I was absolutely exhausted on the weekend just from taking on other people's stress and then that accumulating into yeah. my own stresses. Um, so in the end, I got through. Uh, still got through nearly sixty k's in the end in four days. So if I'm you know to be exact, it was fifty eight point two. Yeah, that's pretty solid off the four days running. Yeah, yeah. So, and it was only really one, well, this one session, uh, which was, I think I did it on the, oh, I can't remember now, the Wednesday or the Thursday, but the Sunday being the long run of 20Ks and my heart rate being pretty high despite the pace, I, you could probably nearly put that in the session bucket as well. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think I was going to put that in the session bucket. I think that's a good yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And look, I was feeling quite good towards the end when we were picking it up and, um, you know, running sort of 450 pace. But like I said to you, my heart rate was in the low 170s and it certainly wasn't, you know, I've been in that 450 range where it's, I wasn't exactly making easy conversation either. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but overall, like, really pleased. You know, I had that Achilles flare up last week as well, um, which has seemed to settle and, Think, I think I want to maybe keep doing some efforts on that nice grass oval that we spoke about last week. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I just, I reckon it's about 80 to 85% there, but I don't want it to start creeping backwards. Yeah. And you felt that the grass oval took the load off it? I did, yeah. Like it was, like I, as I, I struggled with being able to, I guess, sort of get great form because it's so spongy. But yeah. I did um, – it's all coming back to me now, what I did. So it was the Thursday, and I did the six by three minutes on the oval, and I did not for the Achilles at all. And then I did the last one as a bit of a test case to see how it felt on the concrete. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could start – I could feel it pinching a little bit. So um, I think for the – you know – I can't quite get the same speed on that grassy oval, but mm. the effort levels are the same. So, you know, at the end of the day, it's yep. similar type of thing. And it didn't aggravate your knee slash hip issues running on the grass at all? No, it didn't at all. Like, it's it's actually really beautifully manicured at the moment. So um, everything actually felt pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was all it was all good. Okay. That sounds good. So, yeah, so I guess uh, probably the recap of the last fortnight is there's been a few little interruptions and extra stresses. Would that be a fair summary of state of events? (laughs) I haven't at all hit what I had intended to hit over the last two weeks. (laughs) But at the same time, sort of a bit like you in that half marathon build-up that you did, I'm getting in the key sessions. It's just yep. all the sort of the periphery type of stuff that I'm not getting in. The gym hasn't suffered except for last um, last week. I only got there once, and that was really a yep. case of, well, JT was supposed to be coming back on the Monday, and then the mm. renovations continued, and he didn't get home pretty much until the Saturday. So um, yep. I just I just didn't have the support to be able to add in the, the extra gym. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, well, if you got got one in, that's um, still still better than none. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. So one in, basically 60 k's um, off four days, pretty much the two sessions. 
yep. Achilles semi-flaring, but sort of fixing. And I think I had in my program that this this week that we're in now, uh, being the week of the 9th of the 12th, yep. we were going to bring it back low before yep. we started to go back up again anyway. Yeah. And I think, yeah, even if we didn't have that in the program, I think given the last couple of weeks and especially last week, especially that adjusting for that a little bit would be sensible. So, um, yeah, yeah. And, and, and probably, yeah, not trying to push ahead too much in any of the sessions, maybe just mm. maintain this week in the sessions and, yeah, run four days um, and, yeah, not try to, try to get too many Ks in, in those four days. No, I don't think I will. And do you know what? This week is a bit chaotic. It's sort of that second last week before everyone finishes. So there's yep. Christmas events, there's breakup events, there's school events. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got something on. I've got a, a work Christmas party on the Thursday night. Mm. Um, so Thursday is out. So any running, this is what I was thinking in my head, so that today being Tuesday was just going to be an easy run and especially mm-hmm. given the – the conditions with all the bushfires and the smoke. Yeah. I've actually just finished the gym, so tick. I thought an easy run. Um, I've got time to do the session tomorrow, which is Wednesday. Just uh, to remind me, I have a recollection that you hate treadmill running. Is that that is that right? I hate treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> I would good. prefer to do the, that elliptical trainer thing before yep. I did the treadmill. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I was going to suggest that perhaps the odd easy run while the smokes around could be done on the treadmill just to sort of limit your exposure to having to breathe all that in. Yeah, I just, I really dislike the treadmill. So, yeah. um, no, I don't really want to do that. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, well, let's just let's just keep your easy run, if you're doing it today, quite short yeah. then, maybe, maybe just yeah. half an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, perfect. Um, and then a suggestion for to do a session tomorrow which is Wednesday and then Thursday would be nothing because I've got this event Friday would be nothing because I've got school graduations Mm -hmm. um which would then leave Saturday and Sunday and I'd prefer to do more volume on the Saturday than I would the Sunday because we have another dinner which is going to be late on the Saturday night and then Mm. lunch on Sunday (laughs) yeah it's it's just there's just too much on Yep, yep, yep. Um, now, given your Achilles is um, playing up a bit, I think it'd probably be unwise to do the shorter end of the rep spectrum. However, you did three minutes last time. Mm. Yeah. I'm humming and ahhing between like 10 by 2 minutes, but just making sure you keep a lid on the pace. Um, yep. Or maybe you could even think about doing um, doing some four-minute efforts um mm-hmm. which would be yeah maybe maybe five by four minutes oh, yeah. yeah five five by four minutes or ten by two minutes which one takes your fancy more mm, i do the five by four minutes actually might get okay. rolling nicely on those um without yeah. being and and this oval that i'm running on so it's not i know that we actually spoke last week about you know possible injury doing too many laps um mm. but it's i think it's about 400 and 50 or 70 metres around, like a, and, and it's it's not like an athletics track where you've got your tight bends mm. and things, so it's, um, you're sort of going in a nice circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, well, yeah, and given we're going we're to cap it at 20 minutes, so it's 
probably not going to be get too crazy. The other thing you could mm. do is like turn around and go the other way halfway through the yeah. session, yeah, um, just yep. to even out the load for the yep. circles, um, or yeah. even alternate. You could even alternate. That might even be better. Alternate mm. on the each rep, yeah, change direction. Uh, see, I could go onto like there are some gravel paths that you run along as well. They're just yep. so sandy at the moment. There is nah. one that's sort of mm. a bit rocky, but my concern was with the Achilles yep. Yep. being a bit niggly. I just if didn't want to yeah. risk it at all. No, that's right. If the grass oval's like well maintained and it's not too mm. spongy and soft, then you know it should be a good surface for running on. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, what break jog? Like what jog in between? Uh, definitely no less than two minutes. Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. Probably between two and three minutes. So yeah, if you feel like if you feel like you need to take a little bit more than two minutes, yeah, take it. Um, and yeah, just make sure your heart 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 rate's well down into aerobic again before you head off for the next rep. Okay, cool. All right. And, so and pace wise, well, it's sort of hard actually on this oval. Like I think yeah. in, the, in the three minutes, my slowest was maybe a. Or eleven average, and my yep. quickest was a four oh four. Yeah. That sort of so, range seems seems pretty yeah. like yeah. If you end worked between four oh five and four twenty, even like that'd still yeah. be equivalent to and, and yeah, even on this yeah. Well, yeah, definitely. Well, it'd be faster than that. But if you're running four fifteens on the grass, it's probably the equivalent to running four minute kilometre pace, I reckon. Well, actually, it's funny because the session that I did before that 10K at the start of this year when I ruined my own race by getting yeah. too overzealous, I did 3 by 800 with 200 jog, and my 800s were in 425 to 435 pace. Oh, right. And I, um, I, could not go, I just could not go any quicker and mm-hmm. um, then ended up running what did I run? 3.45 pace or yeah. something on the Saturday. So, yeah, um, uh, yeah. like it, it actually doesn't do my head in that much being so much slower because I'm so yeah. aware of you know, yeah. the surface and everything. So, yeah, it sounds like, yeah, 4.15-ish might be about the 4.15-ish, 4.20s or whatever might be about the about the ticket depending on how you're going. And if it's slower, it's slower. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, I think Thursday, given like Christmas parties and all the rest of it is just going to be a, a straight up rest. Just a write off. <laughs> I don't yep. think I'll get, yeah, I don't really think I'll get gym or anything in. Mm-hmm. Um, Friday I was going to try and sneak in a little gym. Yeah, that'd be good. I reckon be good, re- good then, recovery. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then that just leaves Saturday, Sunday. Um, mm-hmm. I was thinking that I could, I don't know your thoughts around this of, getting up and doing, you know, that 50 or 60 minutes and then leaping into park run on a Saturday morning. Yeah. I don't know what your thoughts on that. I don't really want to do, like, a long slow because that was sort of what Sunday Mm. Yeah, no, definitely not. Um, Yeah, well, so what did you do the week before? uh, I did. See, what I was supposed to be doing on Sunday was that 14K um yeah 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 sorry i just lost you for about the last 30 seconds so i didn't hear any of that oh no so the following week i was doing all that painting and renovating so i ended up just doing an easy hour on the saturday and then Mm -hmm. 75 minutes on the sunday yep and yeah last week we were going to be doing a straight 
um, marathon pace tempo, but you didn't do that. So, yeah. 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 So, well, would you prefer to do something like that where you run fresh at marathon pace rather than um, pre-fatiguing for the the 50 minutes? Because you've sort of done a, you know, a long endurance run last week. So... The, oh, the, yeah, straight mar- the straight marathon tempo is probably more of a contrast. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you know, that's, that's, that's a good idea. So just like the normal 20-minute warm-up and then the 5K marathon tempo and 15-minute yeah. uh, warm-down. Cool. Yep. Um, yeah. What? Yeah, I'm just trying to think. So what did we do? We did 3 by 10 minutes. So I you could do... Did, yeah, 20-minute warm-up mm-hmm. and then 3 by 10 minutes. And then we did a 10-minute warm-down. Yep. Okay. Well, look, maybe for the sake of simplicity and not pushing it this week, given everything that else is going on, like, yeah, easy warm-up, plus then do your your park run at marathon pace. Yeah. 4.15. And I was actually going to go and try a different park run, um, not the Centennial Park one, which is there for convenience, but the surface is just... It just does yeah. not suit me. Um, Avoid there's that. Another, yeah, <laughs> there's another one that's sort of about 15 minutes away that um, I believe the surface is uh, much nicer. Yep, yep. Easy one. Okay, park run at marathon. And then it's easy warm down. Cool. Yes, so yep. that should be a relatively low-stress week, I think, um, but still keep things ticking along until um, you get a breather and... Um, we can pick things up a bit when you go on holidays. Yeah, well, that's soon. And then Sunday, I was just going to try and get out an easy hour, like actually 50 minutes to an hour. Squeeze yep. that in. Okay. That sounds fine. 50 minutes, very slow. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just take it easy. And if you feel like stopping before, do so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um Okay, cool. Well, and then I'm just hoping that also with this down week, I'll get this Achilles completely under wraps. Mm. Um, and then as, you know, next week is basically wind down off work, two yeah. weeks of holidays, then, you know, that first week's usually pretty cruisy back. So it would be nice to then get that nice big chunk in. Yeah, I think so. Um, and we're probably going to have to... Well, not roll the dice, but we'll probably have to increase the sessions a little bit plus the Ks. But I think given you're on holidays, we should be able to manage that so it um, doesn't get too silly. Well, and I think, as I said to you, when I was looking back in my training diary from last year for the, for New York, um, I just I just sort of upped everything. And I was obviously mm. so fatigued from upping everything, not ever having been in that range. And I had made yep. a comment very early in my notes that my knee hurt. Mm. Um, and I guess when you're so obsessed with something (laughs) and you're such a, such a box ticker, (laughs) um, (laughs) you don't really want to admit that there's something going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the alternative is to push through and pretend, um, but, um, yeah, like that was literally, I think I wrote in my, my diaries, you know, I, I got through six or seven weeks of, 80Ks plus of, you know, the slog of 90 minutes mm. every Wednesday and then mm-hmm. the two hour it was like a minimum two hours every Sunday. Um, yeah. So to steal your terminology, there was no light and shade. Yeah, I think that's right. <laughs> um, 
Yes. Well, yeah, I think, and look, I think we'll be able to pick up a lot of Ks just by extending the sessions anyway. So you won't necessarily yeah. like have to add in heaps of filler runs or um, the, for the long run to get too ridiculous because um, when we start stretching out that Wednesday session for argument's sake, like the, with the jogging in between, you'll cover quite a lot of Ks in that one um, yeah. as we extend well, it mean, out. As I said, I did nearly 60 Ks in four days. So mm. you throw in another day of 12Ks and you're at over 70. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, I think we'll be able to sort of hit 80Ks without being too stressful. Yeah, I'm actually not afraid of the Ks. Um, like it was such a big leap up last time having come from basically zero. <laughs> I, th- I think um, that's your mantra, Lisa. I- I'm not afraid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's to my should, detriment. You, that's right. <laughs> you just have that tattooed somewhere. <laughs> Not afraid, but broken. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear, that's very true. So, anyway, I'm looking forward to the break and also just having the headspace to focus on um, the running and the training because I still just can't even get my head around that I'm going to do this this event. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And you'll be able to practice some of that extreme recovery as well. So. Like really trying to hit so your naps good. in the afternoon and uh, yeah, yeah do, do all of that stuff to to try and absorb the training. Oh, it'd be so having a bath after a session, mm. all of those things that um, Jamie yeah. actually said to me on the weekend because we haven't had a bath in any of the, the places mm. that we've had, and since we're renting, also renovating this place has a bath. And he's yep. like, "How many times have you used it?" Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you definitely need to get stuck into that. So, uh, yeah, so I think there'll be a little bit of self-love going on yep. too, which will be good. <laughs> Excellent. Cool. Very good. Right. Well, um, I'm going to stop. Inside Footscray Station on the commute home. Uh, <laughs> Tried to find a quiet spot. There's actually a couple of nice little trees in this little back street on the the other side. So standing in the yeah. shade in the in the relative quiet away from the trains. Oh, it's about right. to say quiet and train station are not often two words no. in the same sentence. <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, You've done hopefully, well. <laughs> hopefully, it won't be too much. There's probably the odd car that goes past, but yeah, it's not super busy here, so it's probably a good spot as any. Yeah, so. So, so, coaching, are, you're, I know, you're sick and, <laughs> and stress levels are up last week and mm. sickness followed in the yeah. path. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, look, it was always going to happen, wasn't it? Um, yeah. But we are 11 weeks till the marathon. Yeah. So there's still, there's still plenty of time. Um, there is plenty of time. And this week, this week's the end, the end of work for two, maybe three weeks. I'm just juggling around whether I go the third week, um, yep. which is potentially a yes at the moment. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Saturday, <clears throat> excuse me, Saturday felt horrendous. Um, <laughs> actually, I, I got up in an attempt. I don't know if you ever do this, but sometimes when you're feeling awful, you think, oh, maybe exercise will make me feel better. Yeah, I've done that. Yep. Yeah, so I thought, well, you know what, I'll go down and I'll participate in park run. I'll, like, I'll just jog around. It would be really nice being yep. surrounded by the community. Um, and I started to do a warm-up, made two kilometres. <laughs> I was 
dripping <coughs> sweat. Yeah. Not because it was overly hot. I obviously we just had this fever or whatever was going on inside of me. And my uh, fastest pace was 6.35, so... Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> unwell, unwell. I, got, I caught it quick. And it was 6.35 minute pace, and I honestly thought I was flat out. My watch yeah. has been malfunctioning. I think I need to do an update on it, so I don't yeah, know what my yeah, heart rate yeah. was, but yeah, I so it was probably 200. <laughs> yeah. Is it your GPS or your heart rate that's broken? I think I asked you that before. Is it uh, both, well, or is it both? Last week it was both, but um, yeah. uh, on the weekend it's just been my heart rate since, so yep. I think I just need an update to it. Okay. Um, so this could be a quick coaching call, but I think, you know, from the bigger picture, as you mentioned, like still 11 weeks to go, so given the fact that you've sort of been demonstrating at least a, re a reasonable level of base fitness, you know, it's not panic stations by any stretch and there's plenty of time, especially because you're about to go on holidays and hopefully yeah. by the end of this week you'll be well and truly better and, you know, then we can concentrate on just uh, doing some of those specific sessions that we've been talking about and provided all's going well, inching the mileage up a bit um, as we get closer to this event. Yeah, and, well, and, it definitely needs to go up more than a bit. I did 25k yep. last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I think this is the week for low mileage because I think I did 10 this yeah, week. Yeah, okay, so, great. Uh, sorry, last week, last week. Um, but yeah, each other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah, I'm sort of I'm not. I don't know if I'm quite at the point of revising my goal for Hobart half marathon that we're going to do as a training session, but. Um, yeah, if I have to revise it back a fraction, that would be fine. And look, and with your sickness and other things, maybe maybe our idea of running 90 minutes and that being your marathon pace and that being my close to PB half marathon pace <laughs> might have to be readjusted depending on how we go. But um, yeah, look, for now, I think we just stick to the positive vibes and, and think that we'll be able to get ourselves in semi-reasonable yeah. shape ahead of that. Yeah, do you know what? If there is a silver lining, um, you know, so many people get that crash at the end of a work year or exam mm. period or, you know, heavy training load or whatever it is, um, I'm happy for it to be now, mm. you know, these, these few days rather than at the tail end of this week. So then I spend the first mm -hmm. week of my leave um, mm. in, in bed, like at least I'll be yeah. totally firing on all cylinders. So. Yeah. You're ahead of the curve. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm clutching at straws with positivity, but I'm going with that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So given you're still sick, uh, and so when do you get to Byron? It's this week sometime, isn't it? Is so right? it's Thursday. So today's Monday when I normally yep. hit the gym and I haven't. Yep. I just I actually don't have the energy mm, for it. No. Um, but as I said, I'm on the improve. Like taste buds mm -hmm. have come back. I'm actually wanting to eat again. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, and I'm up around and like I'm not on my deathbed. Um, yeah. So I think maybe you know, just e easy jogging maybe just if I. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And and whatever it is, what if it's one lap of double, yeah. you know of the Centennial Park or whatever? Yeah. Just, um, yeah. Probably jogging between now and now and Wednesday, probably. Um, yeah. If, and resting today, like doing nothing today, I'd say probably still seems like a good idea. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so Byron um, for the for the tail end of the week. So um, yeah. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, and look, even if you end up 
not doing a session until the weekend that probably be the most sensible option. Um, yeah, and, I'm thinking yeah, we'll that's just... probably it, actually. Um, I mean, I'm in yeah. Byron quite early on the Thursday. Yeah. Um, but just to give the body, mm. like, a full chance to yeah. you know, be, be firing. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, after having my inglorious week off, like, doing 20 minutes worth of marathon to, to sub-threshold effort work in bursts of five minutes was about all I was up for, I think, on Sunday. So, like, if we get get to Sunday, it's probably going to be looking something like that just to ease back into it and not shock the system too too much. So probably 20, max 30 minutes of marathon effort session yeah. in whatever composition that takes and, and maybe given you have been sick, the, the reason why I did mine in five-minute bursts was to give myself a chance to ease back in like I thought you know we did that three by ten minute session up in Sydney when we were together mm. but uh, I think yeah given you have been sick like doing it into in shorter blocks of five will be yeah give you a give you a chance to stop after the first five minutes and go how am I going here and, mm. and potentially adjust like the volume or the intensity accordingly um, yeah, uh, yeah. So, so that's so, so I reckon Sunday um, yeah, that would be good, and I can get out onto the trails, or whatever, and, and do that yeah. so that um, you know, yeah. it doesn't really matter if I'm not hitting the pace or whatever. It's still Correct. that effort, yeah. but in the nice yeah, surroundings. Yes. Um, so a bit of a big run before it, and then do that at the tail end. Uh, you know what? I'm thinking maybe not <laughs> for, yeah. for similar reasons. Like let's yeah, let's just keep that one as easy. easy as possible so not a super long yeah do 20 minutes jogging or something and then um, yeah. then roll into it and that way you won't be out there forever either so yeah um, perfect and and you won't get too far away from home if things go wrong as well so. <laughs> <laughs> well do you know, it's actually something to consider when i'm out on those trails i mean you run on from yeah. all the time yeah um when you're just going around in circles in the park i could quit at any yeah. time and get a taxi <laughs> exactly yeah so especially if you're doing some kind of out and back thing like you don't want to be committing to a long out um and not no. be confident about that. how you're feeling yeah yeah no um, no ubers going out on the trails there although maybe <laughs> maybe they would be given it's byron there's probably four-wheel drive uber going on out there <laughs> oh actually no the trails are so small um what yeah. some of them you couldn't get cars through them but uh yeah no it's definitely definitely wilderness country which is pretty nice though um yeah, yeah. okay well pretty much jogging get back to full health get on to yeah. Yep. holiday mode um as maybe do a gentle maybe do a gentle gym on wednesday or something or if, yeah if, if you're feeling I would like definitely, it i would definitely try and hit the um yeah hit the gym towards the end of the week and i've got a new yep. gym actually to try out in byron so that cool. i um stop getting so lazy when i get up there for the uh, <laughs> that'll be good actually that, that gym side of it so yeah um, so i've been pretty disciplined on that actually i really i don't yep. want to let that go over the holiday period yeah, no, that'll be good. That'll definitely be a good complement to um, recovering from training and doing something that's building your body back up rather than breaking it down. Mm, yeah, exactly. So, um, okay, all right, sounds good. I've got the message loud and clear. Jog and feel better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right, and something relatively approachable on the weekend, like easy. Mm. Mm, yeah, all right, sounds good. All right, that's good. Okay, I can. That's done. That's the quickest one ever. <laughs> <laughs>
Right. So, what is it? It's what? the week beginning 23rd of December. It's Christmas week, Lisa. Um, Christmas I'm- week. I'm on holidays and it's 10 weeks to go. So, I've, um, I'm off the couch and I'm getting my butt into gear. You are off the couch, but I, I must admit, uh, for maybe maybe before I ask you how stressed or otherwise you are, but let's let's talk about that text you sent me during the week where you're kind of reevaluating goals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My text was, I don't think I can be bothered training for a time goal. Actually, no, I don't think I used the word bothered, um, but I was reevaluating whether I had the motivation to really push for that specific time yeah. goal. Like it was just, it was all actually just feeling a bit forced. Mm. Um, yeah. And um, I, I think I had sent it in the midst of still hadn't finished work. We were, we actually we drove up to Byron to finish a couple of things because my flight got cancelled thanks to um, mm. airline strikes. So 10 hour drive, two kids, got there for one day turned around drove home <laughs> um the house was you know thankfully it was, was booked out over christmas we probably weren't expecting it to be booked out um so quickly but you know obviously it's that, that's still a good thing um yeah. so in amongst all of that i was like oh so i just i don't have the energy to be forcing something out um mm. so I, I'm, I'm actually still going to go with that but, you know, in saying that, my session yesterday that I did felt fantastic, but I, I'm i not really feeling this pressure of having a hit time split. I'm just yep. really running running to feel. Um, yeah. Who knows? That might actually end up being a, a great thing and I run really well, but my, um, my life goal is not hung up on this time anymore. Yeah. Yeah, at this point at, in time. Yeah, I, th- I think that's that's a good move because given work stress and a few interruptions and you've had a couple of little niggles and um, mm. like why why push it like this way we can just progress the training naturally yeah. and as you say yeah run it running to feel and building it um, with a sensible progression rather than trying to hit some of those benchmarks that we we're talking about at the beginning uh, we'll just get to wherever we get to. Yeah, and I think actually, yeah, you just um, triggered my memory, is that in the middle of last week, the Achilles, I think I said to you, just, it actually was getting worse, but I I haven't been doing, I wasn't doing anything at all, and I was just getting really frustrated, thinking, I'm actually, I'm not running, you know, at all, I think I'd had four days off in a row just from driving Mm. and running around the world, and then, miraculously, it's just gone away, it's it's so odd. I don't know if you know yeah. anything about Achilles um, and <laughs> not really <laughs> the the treatment of it. It is so odd. Yeah, well, I've heard some of those things about where sometimes things like you need to go through that process of things hurting as part of the healing process, and that can follow yeah. a non-linear route sometimes. And <laughs> yeah, maybe that maybe that latest little flare-up was just the last little bit of healing that had to happen, and now it's better. Yeah, look, possibly. Let, let's go with that. So, anyway, that mm-hmm. was really where my oh, I don't want to ch- I don't want to be so hung up on this time um, really came from. Um, and I've got I'm, I'm taking these three weeks off, so I can do you know 
big Ks and yeah. extra recovery and all of that the next three weeks. But mm. and I just thought, oh, but when I return back to work, um, you know, I've got sort of seven weeks. I'm moving into a new role. Mm. Uh, the study will start again. Like, where will that take me? And I, mm-hmm. I, I just was in the headspace of going, I just can't. I just don't want to get all so hung up and worked mm. into a. I, but I don't want to be sick doing this marathon like I was the no. last one. No, no. I think the uh, the overriding goal of getting you to the start line, not injured and not sick, is still that's got to take precedence over anything else. So I think we'll proceed it on that basis. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And you know, yesterday session doing um, those six by five minutes, and they yeah. were all, you know, they were all in that ballpark of sort of that three fifteen. Mm. Some were, some were well under. Four fifteen. Oh, sorry, four fifteen. My God, what about? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think I need rockets on my shoes to be doing. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, they're all in that ballpark of sort of um, 405 up to sort of 425. Mm. Um, and it all just felt really comfortable without being – in fact, I actually didn't even look at my watch. I was just checking mm. my heart rate the whole time. I wasn't looking at pace. Um, so, you know, there's some promising signs without being totally obsessed over this one particular time. Yeah. That's good. So last week you ran about 60Ks, is that right? What was that? Yeah, it was exactly 60Ks. Was, was in that four in four, four days? I was going to say, it's probably in four days. Oh, last, week I ran, yeah, last week I ran 40Ks in three days. So, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was so, literally all yeah. back-ended because when I, yeah. I went on leave. So the next three weeks I think is where the volume is going to need to be. Um, yeah. And then this week, I guess, is Christmas, which is yeah. always makes it a bit tricky. So we might have to back end the Ks again. Yeah, 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 true. And look, I'm a little bit cautious about like amping up the volume too much, particularly this week. Because, um, mm-hmm. yeah, given you've had a couple of those niggles and a few days off, and then you've kind of jumped, jumped up to 60 oh, or four true. days, that, yeah, yeah. Push, pushing it this week might not be super super smart um so i don't know whether maybe you even just maybe try and run over four days so it's the case are a bit more spread out um Mm. but not not sort of push to to add too much more um Mm. so if we ended up 60 to 65 or something like that then that maybe that maybe that would be good rather than trying to jump it up to 70 or something like that in this week um and that, that way we can by midweek or by Christmas, we'll probably have a feel for how you recovered from um, your back-ended week last week. So I'm feeling pretty good at the moment. I hit the gym this morning. The legs yep. were fatigued um, yep. because I ran for two hours yesterday, which is the first time yep. I've done that since last year. Um, yeah. So that's a natural, I think, a natural reaction. Yep. Um, but nothing seems to feel injured or niggly. Mm-hmm. Um just, just heavy and tired, but I did do mm-hmm. a stretch and sort of like trigger point last night. Mm. Um, and I'm just going to jump in the pool today, just float yep. around. Yep. Sounds like a good move. Mm. Right. So likely session is Boxing Day for yep. you. Um, and what did you do last week for your midweek workout? No. 
Just Nothing. remind I me. Didn't do oh, one. you didn't do any. Okay. All no. right. <laughs> what, what were we planning on doing? I'm trying to remember what that, that was. Um, uh, I actually don't think we were because I had the cold yeah. the week okay. before. So all right. our aim was just to sort of do some easy jogging during the week yeah. and then yeah. hit that Sunday with the um, yeah. Yeah. with the far, six by five minutes. Yeah. Um, so in the end, I did nothing and I'd run. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, given this, like, probably Sunday, we'll we'll go back to doing the sort of fresh marathon pace tempo, yeah. since you did a back-ended version of that um, this <laughs> this last week. Um, yeah. Maybe we'll do something a bit quicker for contrast. Now that your Achilles seems to be better. Um, yeah. So yeah, I was thinking like minutes might be might be good um, yeah. contrast. Because that'll just enable you to run a little bit quicker. But yeah, no, no, no straining. Um, and how many? Like probably a range, like ten yeah. to 15, ten to fifteen maybe, um, yeah. with a couple of minutes jogging between each one, just so that you're nice and fresh and recovered. Yeah, perfect. Um, and just yeah, just focus on moving well. Um, moving well moving strongly but not straining um and yeah just give yourself nice nice recovery after each one and just feel yeah it's all all about movement that one i reckon um just keeping yeah. your legs sticking over and feeling like you know you, you're probably going to do those at four minute k pace or quicker i'd say um based on what your session looked like on the weekend mm. and and that's fine but but yeah maybe don't think too much about the actual pace that you're running just think more about what's comfortable and what feels good yeah and, and then see what awesome. comes out mm -mm. all right easy and then now just trying to recalibrate my mind to what we got to in terms of like a fresh a volume of fresh marathon pace and tempo running and probably the most we've done is 30 minutes of that i think which is probably the session we did together would that be right yeah, so yeah. that so that's the longest in time. Um, yeah. The longest in continuous was when I did the park run, um, yeah. which was the five k. Um, yeah. Well, actually, I did thirty minutes as well time yesterday, broken yeah. into the five minutes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I think maybe we maybe we keep the ten minute. Um, interval that we used before, mm -hmm. and we do three by ten minutes with yeah. what did we have like four minutes jogging or something in between them. Um, I think so, yeah. And then if you're still feeling fresh after that, two by five minutes, and with a a good jog in between the five minute efforts as well, so at least two minutes um, or whatever you need to to get your heart rate down. And that would. That yeah. would and you can modify that session pretty easily if you need to. Like, you know, if you want to, if the third 10 minute is feeling too hard, you could split that into a five as well. Um, if you wanted to, you might just have what to adjust that one on the fly. Uh, like, so, say so you. 20 minutes? Yeah, a 20 minute jog. Yeah. Warm up and then, yeah. then roll into it. Okay, sweet. Awesome. And that shouldn't be too much of a brutal adjustment based on what you have been doing and if you get through this week well then we can bump it up for the next couple of bit i reckon mm. awesome and i'll jim 
yoga, stretch, sleep. Oh my gosh, the amount of sleep that I've had yep. the last two days is amazing. And just that whole psychological thing of not having to yep. get up and rush and children, daycare, yep. school, yep. office. Um, it's amazing. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, no, that's good. Like getting that extra sleep is going to be pretty important. Um, recovering from the year that has been but also from this training <laughs> more so from the year that has been i would say rather than the training but um, yeah oh, i think yeah. yeah definitely more so from the year that's been <laughs> it's been uh well it's been a crazy last six months actually yes yes it has good crazy though uh, yeah good, good crazy but uh yeah nevertheless very challenging to fit in running on top of yeah, that yeah yeah Performance That's running, true. you can easily just float yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I was actually yes. having a look through my diary and I haven't raced for months. I mean, I had my incredibly failed attempt at uh, Melbourne yep. Half. Um, and before that, it was August when after I had that calf injury and cruised around. Yeah, that's true. The, the New South Wales Half. So um, Next one's going to be Hobart, right? Well, the next one will be Hobart. I'm looking for it'll be so good um yeah only in a couple of weeks actually i know i'm feeling keenly my lack of training so um i'm, I'm probably <laughs> gonna have to revise my goal a little bit which you know might suit where your training's up to anyway that we do something where we start a bit slower and then um, work down to your marathon pace or something um, yeah for a sustained for a sustained block yeah, I'm actually looking for it yesterday because I couldn't get my head into it. And then in the last couple of days, I've finally done some longer stuff and uh, starting to get the head back into those longer longer yep. bits and pieces. Yeah. So, okay, all right. Well, that's good. I've got the week yep. Um And, yeah, we'll get cracking into it. Excellent. All right, I'm going to stop recording. There you go. So, did my ocean swim oh my god yeah. it's so cold but um that's good i'd, I'd pay degrees. anything to be cold at the moment <laughs> 40 degrees the last three days oh but i was i was so tired yesterday after the run session um yeah. and it hasn't been crazy hot but it was definitely humid like it looked like i'd been swimming after i'd finished right um that makes it hard yeah, and also because I overcooked that first one because I just felt so good. Like I I met up with the girls mm-hmm. to do the first part and we were just running along a really nice, easy conversational pace. And I was like, right, I'm going to do my efforts now. And I just yep. felt so good and, uh, yeah, paid for it in the last one. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I ditched the three by fives. I was like, I'd just yeah I'll, I'll just be forcing it out for no reason um yeah. so you got 30 minutes 30 minutes worth done didn't you yeah 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 so got the 30 minutes it ended up being 20 k's in the end all up yeah yeah, um, yeah. chunky run mm, so it was it ended up being 90 minutes um mm-hmm. because the whole thing ended up being five minute k pace uh sorry what am i saying um it was an hour 40 minutes can't do maths yeah um so it was 66.8 in the end last week. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and body is feeling pretty good. Achilles is feeling fine. What is just tightening, which always happens, is this hip. So not the knee. Mm. Like it hasn't gone mm-hmm. 
down into the knee. Yeah, I think because, um, well, I've only just started doing this longer mm. stuff, but I guess the gym works. I'm definitely stronger, but yeah. um, it's definitely something to monitor. And I think after these next couple of weeks, when I can get in the recovery, it's back down, back backing right off that long, mm-hmm. that longer stuff. So, yeah, I'm not sure what your thoughts are on this week because the following week we've got the yeah. half in Tassie. We do, um, yeah. I, I, I'm thinking given, yeah, you you kind of had to like take a step back and then come back up to where you were, so... I guess yeah. I, I, I still think it'd be unwise to try and do a massive lot of Ks this week. Um, so I don't think we put a target on it. We'll just see what falls out of the two main sessions and definitely yeah. not push it too much on the other easy runs to to try and gather too many kilometres. Um, so so I'd, be, I'd, maybe... I'd be pretty happy if you ended up under 70 Ks this week so, rather than trying to push up any more than well, that. Well, yeah, I, I think... I probably want to avoid doing anything like long again this week so that I can mm-hmm. nail that half and then the warm up and warm down and sort of make that my 30k mm-hmm. when we go to Tassie. Um, I'm not warming up with you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm like? I love a good long warm up and then I walk to the car as a warm down. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but. Yeah, I don't. I'm just. I don't want to just keep like build, build, build. Because originally mm. I was going to do sort of like three weeks of 80k's, mm. but as you said, because I ended up getting sick, um, and then just that crazy last week, um, it was only 28k's. So I've done 58k's, yeah. and then I only got out 28k's, mm-hmm. and then I've done 60, basically 67. Yeah. Um, and that 60k's was off like three days. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah, I definitely don't think pushing it is a good idea. Mm. Um, but in saying that, I'm feeling pretty good when I'm doing these sessions. So mm-hmm. I did the 15 by one minutes on the Thursday. Felt amazing doing that mm-hmm. um, on all sorts of random surfaces. And then obviously the session yesterday, um, yeah. <clears throat> Russell cooked it too early, but still, you know, still sort of held on towards the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, okay. All right, so stress levels, mood, how you're travelling? Yeah, look, I'm good. I'm good. Um, you know, holidays and being able to stretch and relax and do yoga every day and and even just lounge on the couch at 3 o'clock in the afternoon like I'm doing now watching Netflix. Like these things just never happen. Yeah. <laughs> um. And it's it's actually been really nice. So that's all on that front. It's good. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay, that's good. Um, so, and we're really only what are we twelve or thirteen days out from that that half marathon. So yeah, we do have to be a bit yeah. careful about what happens, um, particularly inside probably the last ten days. So I don't yeah. know. There's probably there's probably opportunity to squeeze in, like on. When I'm assuming you're going to plan on doing your main midweek session on Wednesday this week? No, no, oh, it's on Thursday. No. You're going to no, do it on Thursday? Just, yeah. Yeah, I was going to do it on Thursday because Wednesday's New Year's 
day, day and not yeah. I'll probably be asleep by 9:30 on New Year's Eve. Yes. Um, <laughs> but we're, we're actually doing like a barbecue and a bit of an event um yeah down on the water on New Year's Day so uh it's it's just not going to really work out so I think Thursday will be the better day. Okay. Yep, that's fine. Um cool and yeah, so what to do? I'm trying to think. What did you do the week before last for your midweek, or did you not do anything? I can't remember. Uh, you mean last week, that Christmas week yeah, or the week so before? The week, because last, the last midweek session you did was those 15 by one minutes. What was the one that you've done before that? Oh, I didn't do one. Okay, that what about the week before that? The week before that was five by four minutes. Ah, okay, all right. Well, I reckon, like, tw- yeah, probably t- maybe we'll do some three-minuteers. Um, I'm going to try and do some three-minute efforts this week and see okay. how many I can do. Um, I'm going to try and do more than 20 minutes worth, and maybe you should as well. Uh, mm-hmm. So what does that give us? So, six, three, so I reckon do seven to eight. So that'll be either 21 or 24 minutes worth of work. And maybe with two minutes. minute jogs, two minute jogs yeah. in between them. Two minutes jog, easy. You'll, you'll you'll definitely have to not run too quick early on in that because you could overcook yourself. <laughs> Learn my lesson. Yeah, um, keep, keep an eye on your <laughs> keep an eye on your pace early there and your heart rate. Yeah, no, I definitely it was. <clears throat> I knew it was going to happen on those ten minutes yesterday because on the second one. Sort of around the seven minutes into the ten, I looked at my heart rate and it started to drop. And yeah. now we now we know that's the sign of you know if I'm pushing then it's dropping. Mm. It's not, not a good sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I got to the end of the ten minutes and I actually had to stop because it spiked up to sort of one eighty, mm. and then I just let it settle. And then I carried on and I was fine. But um, yeah, I thought, oh, that was dumb, Lisa. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh well, that's good. You'll you'll uh, yeah you'll, you'll dial that you'll dial that in like yeah. One of these days you'll be trying to hit forty plus minutes of work and you'll know you'll have to start easy to get through it. So well, yeah. and do you know what? Now that I say here, sit here saying how relaxed it's probably the reason. Like I'm getting to these runs having done nothing during the day mm. and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, well, I've got all this energy, like I'm going to burn it <laughs> as opposed to yeah. getting there after, you know, being up at crazy hours and rushing around like the lifestyle we lead and yeah. get to the session and I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. <laughs> Depleted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm. Um, okay, cool. So that's Thursday. Yeah. And so by the sound of what you're saying, so you Ordinarily, we would have done a longer, a, a longer session with some maybe some stuff at the end, but mm. I'm a bit worried about your hip. It sounds like that's starting to niggle up on you. I guess I guess we could um, just do a, uh, a shorter lead-in um, and then do some efforts or something at the end, if that, if you feel like that would be a better thing to do. Yeah, I think um, so. Again, I actually feel great when I'm changing up this pace when yep. I'm just sort of plodding along and I'm getting beyond that hour into that mm-hmm. 70 minute range, the hip mm-hmm. starts to say, I'm not happy. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I'm changing it up, I don't feel a thing. I feel fantastic. Yeah. What about um, do half an hour jog, then mm-hmm. 
I was going to say six by five minutes. Is that too ambitious, do you think? Maybe five to six. Oh, I did that the other week. So I did that yeah. last Saturday. Sunday, okay. Sorry. Yeah. I did. What did I do? Except I did. I started with sixty minutes, and then I did six by five minutes. Oh, you did six by five then. Okay. All right. Mm. Uh, okay. Should mm. we do? What about like a shorter version, or even like a, a thirty minutes or a twenty minute jog, and then a twenty or thirty minute effort, and then yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. So I don't go yeah. over sixty minutes, but I'm still yeah, possibly that's a good getting idea. in maybe fourteen k's in. Yep. In an hour. Yep. That sounds fine. What do you reckon? Um, um okay so do do a do a do 30 minutes then do a 20 minute yeah um marathon effort yeah. effort <laughs> <laughs> um and if you feel like you still got some stuff left at the end you could add on two by five minutes at the end of it but, you know and if you feel like you're done after 20 just be done just jog yeah. for 10 minutes and make your hour that would be fine as well yeah, I think that – do you know what? I even think psychologically knowing like this hip, yep. um, still getting in that effort at, mm-hmm. the, at the pace mm-hmm. will help me with the confidence as opposed to okay. just grinding something out. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. And you're going to have a long run the week after in um, Hobart. Yeah. yeah. I might even, depending on – what we do, like I might either do that thirty minute and twenty minute either on the Saturday, and then mm-hmm. whatever that whatever the other day is, I might only do like forty minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just easy. You might have to minutes. just check in to see if you're recovered for Saturday if you're doing your other session on Thursday. But... On the Thursday, yeah, no, I know yeah. I did fall into that trap the last time. Um, it's another reason to do your Thursday session well within yourself, I reckon. Yeah, no, that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, Okay, cool. So no more than 70. I wasn't actually planning on doing that anyway. No more yep. than – I know that I originally had doubt as 80Ks, but um, mm. I just – I think yeah. it's just danger danger zone coming from yeah. pretty low. <laughs> yeah. To then that sort of 80 I was going pretty well during the middle of the year when I was like sort of knocking 70, 70, 70s. I wasn't feeling sore or anything. Um, But it's more so when I just start to throw in those long runs. Like if I did, Mm. you know, 12 to 15 Ks um, and when I do the 15 Ks, it's sort of more speed work and then I'm not jogging beyond Mm -hmm. 60 minutes. I don't seem to get into that danger zone, but it's that, yeah, beyond 90 I think is the (laughs) – the danger area. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Um, anyway, mm, that's all right. Still, still holding together. Look, I'm pleased that this Achilles has sorted itself out. Yes, and it seemed like maybe staying out of those plated shoes might be helping. Yeah, I know. That's um an interesting thing that you were saying because, as I said, I'd never had Achilles issues, and then suddenly after doing those sessions on the road in them, yeah, it sort of flared up. Yeah. Well, if you Listening to all the tendon experts, they always say that tendons like to be loaded. Yeah, and yeah. Those plated high, uh, high um, stack height shoes definitely unload the lower limb and send it up through the chain. And you know, we're seeing those people getting stress fractures in the sacrum and stuff. So mm. um, maybe, maybe your Achilles likes to be worked, and it's not getting worked, or something's changing. Like I, I find when I put those stiff shoes on that I just cannot feel. 
what's going Anything. on and and no. being an un, being an unco like i need to be able to feel what's going on to, <laughs> to be able to run like maybe it's not as bad for you but um it definitely well, changes doing, things um, all those sessions now I, i've put the boston's back on which mm. i know aren't the lightest of light but they're still yeah. pretty light yeah and no pain no issues nothing <laughs> mm. Oh, well, that sounds um, like something to stick to. Yeah, it's a bit of a catch-22 because you know how I was saying when I was wearing the plated shoes, my knee wasn't hurting. Yeah. <laughs> but then the Achilles did. Oh, God, I'm, I think I'm like a broken-down old racehorse. Maybe I should just head out to the paddock. Let's <laughs> set to pasture. <laughs> Put you out to pasture. Maybe not quite yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've still got some good fight in this yeah, old yeah, horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Okay, cool. Well, we're ticking along. We've got so this week is nine weeks to the marathon, so yeah, still still a fair way, hey. Yeah, and look, I think by the time we do whatever we end up doing at Hobart, we'll have a good sense of how fit you are, and yeah. and also how your body is, because yeah, yeah we're not going to be able to do big Ks because you're going to be back at work, yeah. and yeah, uh, it's just not going to happen. So we're just going to have to keep just doing whatever you can do and then see what you can produce off a off a lighter load. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And look, last week I still did, I managed to get two yoga sessions in, mm-hmm. two and a half K swim, one gym session, and then that sort of 67 Ks of running. So, mm. um, you know, there's still effort going in. I know it's not like specific, but um, mm. but going an alternative approach. Yeah. Mm, okay. Good. Well. Awesome. Heading in the right direction. Just trying, trying not, we're just trying not to do anything silly between now and um, Hobart, and no. get to the start line and yeah, have, try and have a good run down there. Well, yeah. I'm looking forward to it actually. Yeah, yeah, me too. Hopefully, you and JT don't leave me in your dust too much. <laughs> Do you know what, like two weeks ago when I just still was not in the headspace, you know, hadn't quite finished work, I actually was thinking, I don't even know if I can run the half marathon distance. Like I was just feeling so tired. Um, Mm. But now after, you know, I've only been off for a week, I'm feeling quite energised about it. So, as you say, we'll, we'll, we'll see where we're at. Definitely. Uh, I think we might be one of those ones where we're making up a decision about that the night before. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely going to learn a bit from my session tomorrow, I think. So what if are you I doing tomorrow? I'm going to try and do 10 by 3 minutes. Um, and if I can get my way through that, I think that will be a good sign that I'm, I've got some fitness. And uh, it's also, yeah, it's more than 10 days out, so I've still probably still got time to absorb that session and do something useful with it in the actual race. So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. going to try and sneak in a big one. It's going to be cooler tomorrow, so it should be 10 degrees in the morning. So um, have a better chance of being able to execute it um, rather than the one I had to abandon the other day because it was 27 degrees and humid at 7 o'clock in the morning. So, um, yeah. That, that, Make sure you don't go out too hard then, like I did uh, today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's going to be all about doing the first three, um, three or four comfortably. So, um, yeah, we'll see, I how, think see how we go. The last time we did that, I did it with you, and you set the, like this really nice pace. And um, I was feeling a bit tired in the morning. But then yesterday, I took off, and I was like, "Wow, I'm feeling amazing!" Like I ran the same course. I was like, oh, "I'm killing it today." 
Yeah, it's so easy to overcook it. So easy, and I did. Um, and then I had this moment of, like, ego inflation. And there was this guy who was running around too, and he was actually moving pretty well, and I would go past him when I was doing the efforts, and then he would go past me when I was doing the jog recovery. <clears throat> and I went past him towards the tail end of the second one, and he sort of took his headphones out and he goes, you are so fast. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then suddenly the chest goes up and I'm on the toes, <laughs> round the corner and I'm double uh, stopping the heart rate. <laughs> the heart rate spiked. So through the roof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a giggle to myself. And, you know, we're all the same, aren't we? We're all different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fragile egos. Uh, that's right. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, anyway, uh, silly story. Very good. 